What, which, this, that, or the other? From Bonnaroo to Coachella, traversing the music festival landscape can be tricky. That's where we come in with high fives for everyone. The What Podcast with Brad, Barry, Lord Taco, dedicated to exploring the entire festival scene. Brad has worked in the radio industry for more than 20 years and currently lives in Brooklyn, where he is program director for three stations, including one in New York, one in Detroit, and one in Miami. Barry's been a reporter for the Chattanooga Times Free Press, covering all aspects of the entertainment industry since 1987. That's before you were born. Lord Taco, the smart guy who makes these podcasts on our website at thewhatpodcast.com work. Also really good at identifying babies, loves blue-haired moms, PBR, and his beautiful Volkswagen bus. We all fell in love with the Bonnaroo Festival years ago, not only because of the amazing bands that play there every year, but also because of the incredible community spirit that has developed around it. Radiate positivity. And we really like talking about the inside baseball stuff when it comes to putting on a huge music festival. So join us. You can hear the What Podcast on the Consequence Podcast Network or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Hey, welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy. That's me. Let's go. Happy holidays! It's episode 84 of Feeling Good with Duddy, the show that points at the world, has a laugh, points in the mirror, has a laugh, that's right, fairest of the fair, bravest of them all, that's us! I'm Jake B., a barber here in Southern California. Let me introduce you to the host of the show, my brother, guitar player, singer of the Dirty Heads. Here he is! Duddy B. What is happening? That's right. 84. Wow. Woo. Cranking. 16 more. We'll be at that hundo. Oh. And I do think we have something special planned for that hundred. Not set in stone, but we have a we have a cool idea. But other than that, I did want to let you guys know. This will probably be a little bit of a shorter episode. Uh, we're a little short-handed in here today. If you have been listening, um, and no Lukey. No Lukey. Lukey's not here today. He's, you know, he helps us pretty much do everything and, and help run the show, but he is at home, Jake. He's at home sick with COVID. Dude, Luke got COVID. He mm. he got the official news on Christmas morning, but um here's Luke's last couple weeks. Uh he got bit by a gnarly spider and it turned into a staph infection. So he was dealing with all of that. And then he got COVID on top of that. So uh, rough ass 2020, just kicking poor Lukey boy right in the balls on the way out the door. So yeah, it's just Duddy and I here in the bunker. And yeah. um, we just got finished up doing our Patreon show. And here we are to do the Wednesday show. But we're just going to be in and out. In and out. Quick short one. We do have some fun stuff, though. But yeah, so that's unfortunate. Lick, uh, lick. Luke tested positive. And you know what else is positive, Jake? What's that? The reviews that have been coming in, we've seen them and we appreciate them, you guys. Um, it really does help and we do appreciate it. Um, and if you are listening and you do like the show and you have not left us a comment or a view yet, view yet please go over to uh, wherever you're listening, but especially that Apple podcast app. If you head over there and give us a five star and leave us a comment as well. And if you leave us a funny comment, like I have one right here. Let me pull this up really quick uh, from Alexander Stone 11, 
He, uh, he gave us a five-star review, and this is his comment. As an only child, I've wondered what it would be like to have a brother. But listening to this podcast made me feel very good about being an only child. Ending up with a brother as annoying as Jake could have easily happened and changed my life forever. Saturday morning cartoons would be ruined with the voice of Jake in my ear. Luckily, Duddy made it through okay. Being a barber, I pictured Jake as like the Sweeney Todd character, except instead of slitting your throat, he just ear jams you with that annoying voice of his. I'd prefer Sweeney Todd. Yeah, that that hurts. The the first part where he just says, you know, as a young child, Duddy would have to deal with me in his ear on Saturday mornings. Cute and fun. And then he attacks my place of business. And, uh, uh, and he's whether he's wrong. right or wrong, <laughs> whether he's right or wrong, no, dude, it says, was a low uh, blow. He says right at the end there, he goes, I'm just kidding. Love the show. So you guys get it. Head on over. Leave us a rating. Give us a funny review. I'll read it on the show. And it really does help us out. So, uh, yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you, guys. But before uh, we get going. I didn't think that was a funny review. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> and it was pretty accurate. But uh, the holidays, they're coming to an end. And uh, there was just something that's just funny. I was talking with Jake about uh, right before the show, and it was just something I thought we might need to bring up on the show. We have to. Daddy brought this up to me, and he's all, should we talk about this on the show? I go, yes, because I've been ranting about this for years, and it has to be said Go for it, Daddy. Yeah, you guys have heard my, like, you should be shots and you should be slapped. And this is neither of those. I don't, no. hate, I don't hate this. We don't hate these people. These it are the best be people on slap, but. but it is something funny that we do. And I think it's just because you just do it because you do it every year and you don't realize it. And then you're like, you take a step back. You're like, yeah, wait a second. I don't know if this falls in. Th- okay, this is a tradition thing, but it's not a tradition that everyone. It's just like, if your family traditionally yes. does this, I guess you can't stop yourself. Yes, and it's it's uh, the Christmas cards, the holiday like family Christmas cards. Here's my whole family grinning ear to ear in front of a tree. In matching in a clothes. Park, on a fireplace. We all look like we're just perfect. Everything is and- perfect. The snow, fake snow yes. put on the deal. Even Seasons, if I greetings and even if I haven't been to church in eight years, it says, "May God be with you and bless the children with Christ's blessed time love. of seasons. May the Lord's light shine upon you from yes. our heavenly family." Yes, and then immediately on New Year's, go out and just <laughs> and just, just have a debaucherous, just heathenist filled <laughs> hooker. Very, very, very bad, great, horrible, awesome evening. So yeah, you so that's the time. So Duddy brought it up. He's all, what do you think about this? He's all, it's always so cringy. I go, yeah, dude, it's a mega cringe. But we get it because, it, like you said, these aren't bad people. These are no. these are you and me. Dude, Duddy sends out Christmas cards traditionally every year, but Duddy sends out funny ones. Yes. It's always his family in some embarrassing pose. And, some, and I mean, not even just like, we're wearing funny Christmas sweaters. Not that. That's no longer funny. That hasn't funny. been funny for 30 years. I'm talking really funny. Like his family just does insane cards every year. They didn't this year, probably because of coronal vibes. You know what? I, I don't know. It just started getting close to Christmas and we talked about it. And we're like, you know what? Let's just, let's just skip this year. It's but we did do year. a funny, like we, we took a little funny picture together and we posted it on our like Instagram, but it was nothing crazy. So funny is always forgiven. Yeah. Cause that's like, Ooh, I'm going to open it. If you, if you know a family does funny ones, then you look forward to it every year. For sure. But here's the deal, guys. 20, 30 years ago, before social media, sure. Um, you know, 
some of us have family members that live in other countries or across the globe or whatever. You don't ever get to see them. This might be the only time you see the kids or the family or your cousins or whatever every year. It's the Christmas cards. They grew a beard. Little Timmy's got taller. You know, Sarah cut her hair. You get to see your family. So I totally get it. Back in the day, totally. you open the Christmas card. Whoa, they got braces. It's a big shock. Dude, we're on social media now. We see your family every minute. And guess what? The Christmas cards that you sent us, we saw them. We posted them online. <laughs> you posted them for sure. Now we're just doing deforestization for no reason. <laughs> you are global warming. It's you. You did it. Look in the mirror. Daddy, mm. any other? I don't know. I just picture like a bunch of like squirrels and deer like, mommy, why do we lose our homes each year? Mm -hmm. Well... People yep. have to send out their greeting cards. And then the little squirrel looks up at the deer mommy, but they have Facebook and Instagram and tucky ticky. <laughs> and then I don't get it, you know, and then here comes a bear and eat, you know, eats them. So, yeah. well, they eat fish probably more like her. They eat I, fish, am not, yeah. I'm not, you know, the woodland <laughs> guy. That's what fish sounds like. Yeah, even the woodland creatures are confused by the whole deal. So you guys... We've got social media now. We see your family more than we want to. We sh can't scroll fast enough to not see your family. Oh, sometimes I just grab the bottom of the screen and just whip it up there. So it's like a slot <laughs> machine. And I'm just like, Whoo, how many families did I avoid seeing there? I don't know, but I hope a lot. And then, you know, look for a G string and then you stop. You know, that's how you guys search, right? So anyway, no more holiday photos, right, Daddy? Is that... Well, oh, we're getting yeah, at. That's it. You get yeah. it. <laughs> Season's you greetings, everybody. And, Don't you know. take away those squirrel homes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, other than that, not much going on in DH news right now. I mean, wow, this was <laughs> no a, dirty head news. Oh, no, what a year. We did not tour this year. First year we haven't toured since we've been a thing. So like 20 years. Wait, when was our last show was One Love? Our one, well, we did a couple drive-in shows, but our, our right. last like actual full show with a full big old crowd was One Love, and I believe that was like February second. Okay, so, so like, it was this year. It was but this it was year, almost a year ago. But wow. no touring. We did not do one tour this year, and there's really no tours. We have some tours planned out, and we have some really cool ideas for it. But obviously, we can't say that anything is set in stone right now. But how crazy is this that there's still. No, this is a year later, almost, right? We're coming up maybe 10 months after yeah. this whole thing kind of got crazy, the Corona thing. Yeah, I think it was like March. And we not, at this point, 10 months on, we have no idea when even possibly live shows will be a thing again, right? Well, yeah, oh, it's people like, talking. There's no, well, there's talk, but nobody knows for sure. And it's one of those things where, I mean, we've talked about it a bunch on this, so I won't bore you, Go but you know, it. it's like, even when it does start, it's not like they're going to be full capacity. Right. So yeah. that's the whole thing. So, you know, what there's talk of us like, okay, well, normally we do like, let's say on an average, when we're touring out there, we're doing eight to 12,000 seaters. Okay. Maybe we'll go do the 25,000 seaters and only sell 10,000 tickets, things like that. So I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully it works out. We're really itching to get back out there. But, um, yeah, Roman Duddy, same thing. You guys were on tour and it got cut. So yeah, maybe those we were have the last some plans for the 2021. Mm -hmm. And we have new music for Roman Duddy. We have new music for the Dirty Heads, but no real plans on putting it out yet until probably we get the touring thing figured out. Okay. But, um, but if you are, there is good news for Dirty Heads fans, Jake. If yeah, there you is a little bit of Dirty, a Heads. Dirty Heads fan, though. Oh, right now, well, starting in 2021, over on our Patreon page, we do have a Patreon page if you're listening, and you want four bonus episodes every month, you can go over to our Patreon page and uh, you can check that out. But also, what I'm going to start doing over there 
next year 2021 once a month i'm going to pick a dirty head song i'm going to give a brief history on the song and then i'm going to play it and give a tutorial on how to play the song on guitar yeah duddy did a sales to the wind basically one of our patreon members asked a question on one of our episodes hey could you do a sales to the wind tutorial i'd love to learn how to play that riff duddy did it put it on our patreon and it, it was awesome people loved it and in 2021, we talked about it on, uh, I think, last week's show. We're going to really start leaning on music again, live performances. Duddy and I are going to play some music. And on our Patreon page, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to have Duddy doing music tutorials. And we're also going to try to get those bonus performances from all of our guests to live on our Patreon. So it's just a part of that whole, like, let's dive back into this music thing, man, in 2021. Let's get it cracking. Let's get it cracking. Yeah, so... Yeah, like I said before, going to be a shorter episode. We just definitely wanted to say thank you to all you guys for listening and just give a nice little wrap up. Um, and it's, we it's really been a crazy year for us. So we're so happy to still have you guys with we're us. So happy. And I'm actually so excited for 2021 with the show. We have so many great ideas yeah. and some already some cool guests that we're going to be uh, having on the show. So 2021, we're super looking forward to it. Um, but I can't let you guys go out just like that. I do have. A conspiracy query. Oh, of course. I mean, why would I not? I know. And and of course you do. And we've explained it a thousand times. But in case there's someone who crawled out from under a rock, what's a conspiracy query? I've heard of a theory. <sighs> yeah. Just let them know. Guys, this is a conspiracy query. Okay. This isn't a theory. I'm not saying, guys, listen to this. I believe this. And I'm trying to convince you. You know, this isn't something I found. This isn't something I came up with. And I'm like, you know, trying to spread the good word across the, the world. This is just something I simply came across online. And I was wondering if you believe in conspiracy queries. There it is. A fair question he's asking you. And we're, this is continuing our conspiracies from around the globe around the globe last uh weeks was from our great nation's capital uh, alabama <laughs> right right absolutely and this is from the city of gold jake What's delaware del in delaware the city of and gold i just in made delaware? that up oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a very right? gold i went to delaware to get some gold yeah okay this is a fun one this one's called mr chu mr chu Samuel Chu was a respected man, a chief justice in the state back in the colonial days. Still, even in the colonial America, bullies latched onto his name, constantly proclaiming, ah, Chu, as if sneezing. He apparently hated it so much that his spirit still stalks those who mock him, showing up in his robes and powdered wig to scare the ever-living crap out of people who can't resist the easy joke at the expense of centuries dead legislator. <laughs> They wrote scare the living crap. Out they of did. It? They wrote that. <laughs> I love that. This is from How our good friends over at thethrillist.com. The Thrillist bringing And this says uh, Chu was a very uh this is where that came this is where it came from. Chu was very much a real man serving as a chief justice uh of three lower what was it counties oh until he died in 1743. Things got so unsettling that people eventually held a funeral for the ghost in Dover's Green. Oh, wow. Laying his spirit to rest in an ornate grave. He seemed to be uh, placated, though he still... Placated. Placated? <laughs> yeah, placated. Placated. Though he's still uh, known to mess with smart asses who sneeze at the mention of his name. So I guess if 
so what they did was they they were being haunted by this guy and they were horrified so they decided to do a nice funeral for him oh, to like okay. be like sorry for making fun of your name dude yes. and they placated him in that way they placated yeah and then um and but there's still a couple obviously assholes douche but i mean let's be fair duddy you and i would be like Oh, you, are you, you know? kidding me? Like, we would be the assholes. I wouldn't be able to stop. Doing no, it. please. I, I wonder what his first name is because it says Mr. Chu. Samuel Chu. See, oh, it would have been better if it was like Aaron Chu. A Chu. Sam Chu. Oh, there you go. Can do Sam it. Chu. Sam Chu. So that's that. So I mean. he's, you know, dude. See, that's the thing is on our show, people have thicker skin than that. We say yeah. horrifying things horrifying to our listeners. Things. They still hang out with us. Yeah. So, so come on, I Mr. Mean, yeah, Achoo, that's just, like, do you believe that there's a ghost out there, you know, that gets pissed off if you make fun? I guess I should have said, do you believe that there's a ghost out there that makes fun of you if you say Achu because his name's Mr. Chew? I absolutely do, because I went to school with a guy named Matt Bodkins, Ooh. and everyone called him Matt Buttskins. Oh. He fucking hated it. He would lose his mind and lose his shit. But, dude, Duddy and I, like... I was, uh, who was it? I think it was Rico. He used to call me Jake's Bush Smells. Oh, yeah. We well, got dude, Bush in our well, last name. We had name. a friend in high we school. Named, I mean, his name was bad enough. Uh, it was Bumcrot was his last. Oh, that's but right. But then it was like, everyone called him Bald Crotch. Bald Crotch. <laughs> I was, you know, Jake Bush Smells. And then yeah. um, we've said this before, John John, John Elazabal, who's who's the the, you know, percussionist for the Dirty Heads. Our same buddy Rico called him John. My balls are bald. He was the guy that oh, always yeah. nicknamed everyone with there something gross. Go. And so, come on, a chew is kind of cute. I have a, a friend named cute. Duck Poop. His nickname's Duck Poop. Everyone calls him Duck Poop. Yeah, he's dealt with Look, that. If so. someone gives you a funny nickname, you gotta just. It's it. probably because they like you. And when people like you, Jake, does that feel good? Oh, the Segway champion. <laughs> you did it. Speaking of feeling good, on this show, we have some sponsors that make us feel great. And first and foremost, Koi CBD. We love these guys. We love this product. We use it every single day. I really do. Especially right now, it's kind of cold out. Jeez. Even here in Southern California. I'll lather myself up. Ah, and I got this tendonitis that, uh, you know, from just a lifetime of baseball, Jake. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> no, but I really do, man. I get these crazy uh, aches and pains in my wrists and in my elbows, mostly in my wrists and in, like, my fingers and stuff. I get cramps a lot. But since I started, like, a steady diet of CBD, it I, it happens way less frequent, but it still does every now and then. And if it does, I grab one of their bombs or they have this awesome new, like, roll-on, almost like an Icy Hot, just packed with CBD. It's awesome. It smells great. Makes yep. you feel great. Um, so if you are out there and you are taking any sort of, like, pain meds, over-the-counter pain meds for any sorts of pains and cramps, give CBD a try. Give Koi CBD a try. It is the best. And if you go over to KoiCBD.com and you put in code FEELGOOD at checkout, you're going to get 15% off your first order, Jake. Slammo. Blammo. Blammo. Yep. And also, uh, plug-ins keychains uh this is a great product i have one of these on my wall in my house i've had one for years and every time someone comes over well, most of the time they go wow that's awesome where'd you get that what it is is it, it's like a replica of a guitar amp head and uh, that's what you plug your guitar into you know for the amp and it has four keychain plugs in it uh you put your key on it and it's a uh, it kind it's like a quarter inch cable the head of a quarter inch cable you put your keys on it that's your keychain when you get home you plug it into your amp yep when you want to leave, 
You know right where your keys are. They're plugged into your amp. That's on your wall. You rip them off and, uh, and you're on your way. And it, they just look really cool. It's just, it's something that anyone who, it's also the best gift ever. If you know anyone out there who, who plays guitar or just is a music fan, get them one of these. You will be a hero. So go over to pluginskeychains.com. And that's plugins with a Z, P-L-U-G-I-N-Z, keychains.com. Get a jack rack and put in code feel or no, put in code Duddy B at checkout and you'll get 20% off every order, every, every time. Order. And you're, and you're so right about everyone who plays guitar will love it. We've said it a thousand times, but yep. look, my wife, right? My wife, uh, she just started playing bass maybe three weeks ago at the most now. And what did she immediately say? Because we got her little Fender oh, practice yeah. amp for the house. She sees that there's a Fender jack rack, you know, and she's like, oh, can you get me that? Boom. Instantly, she wants one for the wall now. Oh, totally. We've been promoting him for a year now almost. She hasn't said a word now. She's a <laughs> bass player and wants it for the wall. Gotta have it. It's That's a right. win. So you heard it here, people. Yep. All right. So Zenu. we're gonna get into the last Q and A of the year. Last Q and A so, of the year. Questions. Can you ask us any question you want? These are questions from our Patreon members. Uh, if you want to ask us questions and you want four bonus episodes every month, and now you also want a guitar tutorial and history of Dirty Songs, yes, head on over to our Patreon, sign up, become a member, and you too could ask us some questions. Um, let's see here. Questions. Uh, Lacey and Lennon. Want to know what is one thing each of you is either a extremely knowledge knowledgeable about or b extremely passionate about that isn't already obvious to all of us. Also, Duddy, thanks for signing that poster of Lennon. Made her day. You are welcome. Wow, I, uh, I I think we've mentioned this. I mean, I think a lot of people have asked us on the show, like, what are some things that you guys are yeah. passionate about or that you love to do when you're not doing music or the podcast? You know, like, I love to golf. I love to, you know, I love planting, you know, plants in, in my backyard and obviously my kids and things like that. Yeah, I wish I had a good answer for you too. Because like the things that we are very passionate about, we, we talk about on the show. Yeah. We don't, you know, because... Nothing we do is so creepy that we can't talk about it on this show. So um, I do I'm have not a, sure I yeah. have any, have any secret passions no, that I... I don't, but I do have a it new is love a great for question. Cubic, I just don't have a uh, Rubik's Cubes. Oh, new there passion. you go. See, Lacey and Lennon, great question. There you go. <laughs> Duddy, that's right. So Duddy is now trying to be Captain Rubik's Cube I can do. I can, I can solve a cube in two minutes. I got to get it last, though. You got to be pretty passionate to get it um, around the two-minute mark. I did tell Duddy about a show I watched on Netflix, though, where these guys, it's some show where they're solving Rubik's Cubes in like seven seconds. It's a show about the world's best and a competition involving them. He still hasn't watched it, but your mind will be blown out of your face. I'm going to watch that. You've got to watch it. Yeah, next time you. I'm up uh, after my wife goes to bed, which is rarely, I usually fall asleep first. I'm putting it on. Um, Ryan Ruddle wants to know, when you were younger, did you guys collect merch from any specific band? For example, I have seven DH posters for me, and my son always has one of our DH pins on his hats and beanies. No, I was never a crazy, like, merch collector guy. I, no, no, neither. When I was really young, I, I collected like baseball cards, but that was like the only thing. And then I grew out of that pretty quick. And that was really the only thing I think I ever like collected. 
This is one thing I noticed about when I was younger. Like we loved bands, you know, Duddy and I would go to shows all the time and stuff, but band shirts like almost always sucked when we were kids. Duddy and I oh, are kind yeah. of lanky, you know, we're like narrow, taller, lanky guys or whatever. And the band shirts back then would always be short, short and square. wide. Well, Cause it's the cheapest blank. It was the cheapest shirt. So I remember I bought a few band shirts at shows when I was younger, you know, I'd be stoked and buy the shirt and then you wash it once. And then I'm like wearing one of those football cutoffs. <laughs> and I, I was like, I never able to wash, wear a band shirt after like a wash yeah. or two. And then I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. They're just not the thing. Nowadays, the merch has gotten way better. Oh, well, bands you know? care about that now. Yeah. And, and some bands, you know, their fans know like, I'll, I'm going to pay $350 for this jacket because I know it's going to be dope. And I it's left be that the... jacket at your house too. Duddy gave me a sweet, oh, dirty hands jacket. I just you. left it on the damn thing. Oh, by the there. way, too, do I, you have that pot? I do. I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My wife made a stew, and I left the pot at Duddy's. Uh, it was re- it was very good, by the way. Um, Christy Gilroy says, "Anything you wish you could do, but can't. I wish I could sing, and I can't roll my R's." Um, we, we've talked about this on the show too. I wish I could, like, I wish I could, I was a better artist, like, like drawing pictures and stuff. I'm terrible. One of the worst I've ever seen, to be honest. <laughs> but, um, I wish I was better at that. Um, but I could just never do it. Yeah. Dude, it's like, God, I wish I was better at everything. I know. It's like, you know, that's what it was, right? Is there anything you wish you were better yeah. at? For me, it's like, it's always been guitar. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I was pretty like drums was my natural thing that I kind of took to Duddy was better at guitar right out the gates, but actually you had to work really hard to get as good as you are at guitar. But yeah, it wasn't like a natural, I wasn't like yeah. a natural, like, Oh, I just picked it up and it really came easy. Like I sat in my room for a couple of years. years. <laughs> yeah, dude. But, um, I've always been okay. at I've never improved at guitar. Like I swear in 20 years. So that was one thing I'm like, man, I always, I've never been able to solo. I've never just had yeah. riffs. Never. It's always just bar chords, yeah. very basic. So I'm trying to become a better guitar player now. Thanks to YouTube. Yeah. YouTube's so hopefully great. I'll achieve that YouTube goal of like great. being able to do a solo in my damn life. Drew Rendon says, how were you guys exposed to MMA or boxing? Was it through martial arts movies you watched or did someone, you know, turn you on to it? Um, I think, well, all growing up, our dad was really into boxing. So we were kind of naturally into it. And we always yeah. watched all the big fights and we were always like excited for certain fights. So I think just the boxing and, and definitely the martial art movies and stuff was always just a part of our lives. So it was just like a natural, like once MMA became a big thing, it was just like, yeah, well, of course I'm going to watch this shit. Yeah, we, it's the natural progression from boxing. And I do remember the early days of MMA not totally understanding the ground game. And also, the ground game wasn't evolved back then. There was a lot of guys that would just sit on top of other people in yeah, MMA, and it yeah. would be a little boring. I remember being like, I still like boxing way better because they're just on their feet punching. And yeah. I don't, I don't. And then once the ground game started evolving, it was almost just like, and then once the also the MMA striking got better. It was like bye bye boxing yeah, for a little bit, dude. Yeah. It was just all MMA, and now boxing is so great again. There's so many fun boxers out there throughout all the weight classes. So now it's yeah. just both. But I would say this: Tito Ortiz was the wrestling coach at our high school, at Marina High School, when we went to high school there, and uh, that's how I got into MMA. Two of my friends were were really good wrestlers at our school, and Tito was their coach. So in Tito's very first MMA fight ever, 
it was on pay-per-view and we all rented it because he was a coach at our school. And so we watched a Tito Ortiz fight before he was ever in the UFC and we never stopped watching it from then. So really we've been die hard. I would absolutely die hard. We watched all the Japan fights, everything since 1997, we started watching MMA. Yep. We've been on that thing for 23 fucking years, man. It's crazy. We're OGs. Uh, Jesse Rule says, do you have New Year's resolutions and did you keep your last year's? Um, uh, <laughs> you know what I did? I I have one resolution going into next year and it's nothing crazy, but I just want to be quicker. I got to I want to be quicker at responding to like people's text messages and emails. Oh, that's a good one. I you know, that's just that. my thing. It's like sometimes I just like I just I, I don't know why I just I hate it. I'm not good at it. I'm I not good at responding thing. to everything, but I want to become better at just responding to everyone's shit quicker. Shit, I might have to steal that because that's something yeah. Lorna always, like my phone will go, and she's all, write them back. And I'm like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say right now. I'm going to hop in the shower. And, I just, yeah. and then three <laughs> days go by and you're like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't make one last year. And uh, I know maybe I'll steal that one for this year because I should absolutely get better at that. Um, Lynn Hanyoist says, this question is for Blonde and Snake. Do you guys get down with dabs or do you strictly puffed up on crispy, dank nugs? Like, I mean, do you own a dab rig? How weird is that? That that is the question right now because they're they're here. Oh, my goodness. Dude, oh, no. whatever. They weren't. All right, you guys. Did you hear that? Yeah, come on. Just come over. Yeah. All right. Um, here, uh, read it again. Read it again. And come. Yeah, here they come. Just take my mic and Duddy's. It says, this question is for Blonde and Snake. Do you guys get down with dabs or do you strictly puff top on crispy dank nugs? Like, I mean, do you own a dab rig? Oh, oh does a bear shit in the woods, dude? Sick <laughs> question, first of all, because it is hay related. Yes. But here's what we do in our studio back house. In Escondido, where I had my first burrito. Absolutely. We live with two gay people from outer space. They're Galeans, space weed, square bong. All right. You're all caught up on who we are and what we're about. <laughs> we do both every single time. Here's what we do. We will put weed into a bong put some dabbage on the weed and then we torch fire the whole thing, suck it down. And we just do dab hay hitters pretty much all day. Dab hay hitters. Dabby hay, hay right. hitters. Oh, and speaking of dab rigs, that's what I say when I see like a super hot hippie chick with a fine body. I'm like, that chick's got a dab rig. Dina Condra that works at the sponsory. She's got a fuck. The one with the full fucking dab rig on her, dude. Oh, suck. Suck. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. All right, sick question. Oh, Happy New Year, First of all, actually, before we dip, critical year guys it was real heavy for a lot of us blonde and i had to move several times due to our excessive weed smoking lying about how many inhabitants of the studios that we lived in and having four dogs but we landed in a good place and we're looking forward to 2021 and we just want to say you guys really got us through this year i just want to say first off that i really appreciate all you guys and i hope that you all have 
a really enjoyable high for 2021. <laughs> oh, sick thing, dude. Did you just think of that? I just thought of it. Say it again. For 2021. Oh, sick thing, dude. Have a good year, guys. Great question. Thanks for everything, dude. We gotta go. I'm getting sober. Okay. All right, uh, dude. What was that thing that Blonde said that was funny? For 2021. For 2021. We should steal that. We've got to steal that. And then kill them. All right. So oh. Kevin Torbeck says, I hope everyone had a nice Christmas and have a safe, healthy, happy new year. My question is, do you guys think aliens have pets? Like what would alien dogs or cats look like? Do they talk? Shit, oh, here he comes. He's coming back. Oh. All right, I'll lean back. Dude, first of all, set question. Set. Secondly, I can tell you firsthand that aliens and galians do have pets. Our galians have a poodle. All right, see you guys. <laughs> yeah, leave this time. Close the door and lock the front, dudes. Lock the front. All right. Bye-bye. All right. They're out of here. Uh, hope you both had a great Christmas. What do you guys prefer? Oh, this is from Kristen Beck. Sorry. Hope you guys had a great Christmas. What do you guys prefer to go camping in a camper, a cabin, or a tent? Um, well, I think it depends. Like, hey, look, Only I, one is camping. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, the tent <laughs> camping is like, it, w- it would be hard for me, I think, now like, if to go. No, I would go tent camping. I, I still would. I don't know if my wife would, but... um. I think it depends, like, who, I, who I'm going with and where. Mm-hmm. If I'm going with a big group of people and we're going to all be hanging out and kind of partying together, sure, give me a big old cabin unless we all have campers next to each other. You know, give me a big old cabin that we can all just hang out in and, and rage in. But, like, I just did uh, camper camping this last summer. We went for a week up to Mammoth. Had a little, you know, camper. And it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like, camper camping is kind of the way to do it. Cause you're still you out get your own private zone. You get your you private can. zone and you're still like out. You still kind of feel like you're in a, just a big tent kind of situation mm-hmm. outdoors. It's, I love that. That's a good time. Yeah. The tent, you got your little fire pit outside your camper. Beach camping is super cool in a tent, like yeah, in the summer sure. when everything, when everything is nice. And I think if you want to be rugged and like, you know, hike into the forest and go fishing, like on a, like backcountry feeling thing, you go tent, but yeah, I guess if you're just trying to have a leisure weekend in any way, yeah, it's always better off if you've got a freaking bathroom of your own and totally. somewhere to cook food. But I tent camp a lot, you know, because we like to do the beach thing, my wife and I. And Duddy got me a bunch of cool camping shit for Christmas. <laughs> uh, Jay Dorbazinski. Wow. I think I said that right. Hey, Duddy, did you have more time to work on your craft during these coronal times? And do you find that your chops improve more from woodshed time or touring time? P.S. Thank you both for doing what you what you do is much appreciated. Thank you, Jay. Um, you know what? The first half of all of this. Yeah, I was working on it a lot because we were doing all of those live streams. So we were going back and relearning every single song we ever wrote. And we were writing a lot of new stuff to those songs, learning covers. So I was working on my craft a lot the first half as far as music goes. The second half, I feel like I've worked a lot more on this podcast. Like uh, we're trying to figure out exactly what we're going to do in 2021 for this podcast and putting a lot of effort into that. But um, to answer your question, I guess 
Oh, and then he, he said yeah, something so about. I guess I would like. I guess I definitely learn more like at home because I'm at home. Okay. I'm you know I'll be looking up videos, learning things, learning covers, whatnot. And on the road, I'm kind of. I always tell myself like, oh yeah, on the off time on the road, I'm gonna like you know record songs and do something. And I never do. I get so. It's it's a lot out there, and you get caught up in it. So at home, I learn more for sure. She who shall not be named says, can I please be Luke's assistant? No. <laughs> Jen Peterson. He has COVID. Jen Peterson says, we should all Zoom together. That would be fun. Or just Blonde Marley and me. No. And this is going to be our last question of 2021. Here it is, guys. This is it. We've come to the end of the end. This is the last transition. Is that a thing? Transmission. There it is. Between, there you go. Between us all. And it is Melissa year. Nelson. Wait! You didn't answer my question! There's no time! She says, What mildly annoying curse do you wish you could curse people with? <laughs> I would oh, want to curse funny. people with frequent tripping. Oh, that's good. That's a really great one. That's a good one. Oh, wow. Um, oh. Oh, I got one. Farting? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it was, dude. Just constant, <laughs> loud farting <laughs> sessions, dude. Just fucking making people fart with, and they can't, know, they don't even know what's coming. It's just, brrr, they're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what was, you can just point at someone and they fart. Oh, that oh, would be wow. the best. I would curse you with walk farting. Walk Every farting. time you walk, it's just, <laughs> the little farts are coming out. Walk <laughs> farting. <laughs> you can't walk, dude. Is that your shoe? No, it's my butt. I've been cursed with walk farting <laughs> for Please the rest of your me. life. You'll yeah. be a walk farter. A walk farter. Oh. It's either you stand still or fucking dead sprint. Anything in between. There's <laughs> a crop dust. All there right. it is, Daddy. We did it. That's it. We got to the end. Poor Lukey boy. Everybody, best wishes to Luke. Oh, yeah. And big, big thanks to, to, to Anthony and Luke. You guys, Gentle Giant and Luke this year. None of this would have not it's like okay some of this would have happened without them yeah. all right we would have got shows out but the quality of the audio and the video and all of the online anything it all would have really sucked and really without anthony uh, gentle giant helping us with all the back end of our website and all of our socials it would have been a, a, a much gnarlier year than it was so mad respect to gentle giant and lukey boy and we love them for all their help this year and, and thank you guys for all the listeners for for hanging out with us helping duddy and i get through 2020 it was yep. a shitty year for everybody man anything else you want to say last one of the year man just want to say thank you guys we appreciate you hope you guys had a fun uh time with us this year i know it was a rough one and we will see you in 2021 for 2021 oh there it is